been very anxious and I've always had lots of anxiety. And I think I've realized that more in the last year than I ever have, that I am anxious. I don't know what makes me anxious, but I use it to fuel me for productivity. And I feel like you could go two ways. If I'm not productive with my art, my anxiety can really start to make me feel sad because I don't feel productive. And I feel like as humans, like we need to feel productive, you know, like we need to have a thing that we do. So when I found art, I just found something that brought me so much joy and bliss. Ashley Longshore is a New Orleans-based pop artist known for her paintings, mixed media creations, and epic designer and fashion collabs. I first discovered Ashley's work when I met a friend at Diane von Furstenberg's Women in Charge event at the flagship store in the meatpacking district. Ashley created a colorful world where her art and the powerful women featured from Michelle Obama to RBG were completely engulfed in the space. And of course, there was pink everywhere, which I love. But beyond the label of fashion's art darling, Ashley's personal journey is what moved me the most. Her fearlessness, creativity, feminism, and resilience is inspiring. And if you haven't yet, check out her books. I Don't Cook, I Don't Clean, I Don't Fly Commercial, which is my new aspirational mantra. And my personal favorite, You Don't Look Fat, You Look Crazy, which is all about her life. And lastly, her new book with Diane von Furstenberg, Roar, a collection of mighty women, is available for pre-order now and will be released on October 5th. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hello. What's up? Oh my God, it's Ashley Longshore. I am dying inside. Thank you so much for coming on the show. (laughs) Thank you so much, too, for being patient with me. It's so funny how uh, I really realized that time is my most precious commodity in that you know, being, being able to like be creative and make my art. I'm also working on a, um, a a big project right now where I'm writing a lot and, and, uh, thank you for being patient with me while I rescheduled, but I'm so happy. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. I mean, you're an artist, you know, I always, you know, for creatives, I'm like, whatever, whatever needs to happen will happen. Like we'll work around it. Totally fine. Um, thank you so much. Yes, it's a pleasure. Oh, and it's so nice that the world is opening up and we're oh. starting to see fashion. Yes. That Aria Gucci show yesterday was Balenciaga. I, oh. you know, it's funny because I was like, gosh, you know, like uh, Alessandro is so amazing and he's so creative. And, you know, like I just need another big moment from this fashion house. And yesterday I just was like, what? Oh we were all God. dying, 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 dying. I mean, just, I mean, wow. Every time, every time. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait for everybody to come out of hiding and start, you know, reemerging with all of their new feathers and, <laughs> you know, their new style. I just can't wait to see, I can't wait to see people and be around people again. Uh, and, me too. Uh, I miss it so much. 
Um, well, do you think we'll be around people when your new book with DVF comes out? I mean, I'm just saying in October. Yes, absolutely. I think so. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, I'm, I'm actually already seeing like some, uh, concerts and things like that being booked up for the fall. So, and I'm vaccinated. So, I mean, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm definitely ready to get back out there. So, uh, yeah. Yes. I'm getting mine tomorrow. So I'm super, super excited. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be wonderful. And it won't be as bad as everybody carries on about. It's easy, easy, easy. You're going to love it. I love it. Well, you know, I just have to tell you that you are like my glitter, like fairy godmother, because literally yesterday, I mean, I'm in the middle of a divorce. I have two toddlers and it's just sort of like reimagining life and and what it's like. And I remember just being so tired yesterday and calling my sister and I said, you know what? I'm, you know, I'm just going to run away and move to Montana. Totally random. Oh, I did that. I did that. <laughs> well, well, I, I, I binge read your book literally after, and I said, oh my God, this is a sign. Like I'm supposed to do this interview because of your whole Montana situation, which I, well, love. you know, and, uh, I, I've had a divorce too, honey. Uh, new beginnings are a blessing and, uh, it's okay when there's cycles of things, nothing, nothing lasts forever. And, uh, you know, the greatest thing is when you can be independent and believe in yourself and believe you be your own best friend. Mm. And, uh, even when shit is going to hell in a handbasket, you can, you can be your own cheerleader. So I, I, I hope that you can do that right now and know that, um, you've got everything you need inside of you to get through whatever you're going through and be the unique, incredible human that you are. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, your book was so inspirational. I mean, I was laughing out loud. Like it just completely turned my day around. So thank you. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. (laughs) There's also, you, you did an interview on CBS a while back and you say, and I quote, it's all about the journey because instant gratification will only get you high, pregnant, or drunk. Or drunk. (laughs) And that, that, because you know what? That is the truth. I may mm-hmm. tell you, I may say, you know what? Tomorrow's Saturday. I want an apple pie. I want it so bad. Well, honey, if I'm going to play in the apple seed today, I ain't going to be picking apples from that tree tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And we just, I think in an age of uh, social media, you know, watching uh, television sitcoms, the idea that all everything could be resolved in 30 minutes or two hours, being able to Google anything and get answers immediately. We've really grown into this instant gratification state of mind. And I mean, even with me being a creative, like I get very impatient. I have an idea for a painting and I, and I paint it. I paint it today. And I've found where the immediacy of that has made me very impatient with other things and other projects because that instant gratification, you know, there's a high that goes along with that. You know, instant gratification will generally only get you pregnant, high, or drunk. (laughs) And uh, sometimes, sometimes that could be a good thing, I guess. 
You know what? Can we just get a book with all like all the isms from Ashley World? Like I just <laughs> I, I feel like I need a coffee table book with all of those reminders in it all together because there's so many good ones. So oh good. Lord, maybe <laughs> may, maybe in like 20 years uh, I'll do like a big sumo or something. Yes. All of that. That that that's my goal. I I, I just I just want to have a fucking sumo. You know. I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? Let's start from the beginning, um, you know, just for the listeners who may not be familiar with who you are. So where are you from and what inspired you to be an artist? I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama, which is a beautiful place uh, in terms of like there's lakes and gorgeous trees, and but it is ungodly conservative. And um, I was raised you know, to, you know, oh, do your art, but like, you know, make sure you go marry a rich man and, you know, make sure you're skinny and make sure your house is pretty and, you know, make sure the neighbors never have a reason to talk about you and always be a lady and don't disagree with anybody. Just bat your eyes and smile. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you from, from the time I was, you know, a year and a half old, I, I already knew that something was fucked up with all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my spirit, I don't want to say that I, I'm rebellious, but I've just, you know, I'm, I'm a wildflower. You're self-actualized. And, um, You're self-actualized. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'm just like a old soul or, yeah. um, you know, you know, I think, I think being creative and being artistic, I'm very much in tune to like what feels right in my intuition and that shit just never felt right to me. Yeah. So, you know, I started this journey of finding myself, finding who I am. And I went to college in Montana, as you know, because you read the book. I went to boarding school outside of Atlanta. And they loved um, you. And they loved you at boarding school. I love that. You're like, they love me. <laughs> and I love them too, damn it. I loved the independence. I loved being away from, like, my mother in Montgomery. I loved... I loved feeling like, like, you know, I was finally free to start to develop into being who, who I, who I was meant to be, you know, because I do believe that we are born with our spirits. We are born with our personalities. And of course we always have room to grow and learn and change and morph into the person that we want to be. And that that takes a lifetime, but you know, I, I, uh, yeah, so I, I, um, I mean, you know, I, being from Montgomery, I, and I was, I was able to be around, you know, all these cool kids from like California and Oregon, wow. and uh, there were lots of um, people from the Asian community there. I had Japanese friends for the first time, and wow. I was just like, wow, God, I'm so glad to be out of, you know, Montgomery, um, and uh, you know, and I started painting. I started painting and then I was like, God, I, I don't really want to go out and get shit faced tonight. I want to sit in my dorm room and I, I you know, I want to paint. And wow. I just got this unbelievable satisfaction of having a tangible form of my time. Mm-hmm. I, I've always been very anxious and I've always had lots of anxiety. And, and I think I've realized that more in the last year oh. uh, than I ever have. Um, that, that I, I am anxious. I, I don't know what makes me anxious, but, but I use it to fuel me for productivity. Yes. Uh, and I feel, I feel like you could go two ways. If I'm not productive with my art, my anxiety can really 
start to make me feel sad because I don't feel productive. And I feel like as humans, like we need to feel productive, you know, like we need to have a thing that we do. And, um, so, you know, when I, when I found art, I just found something that brought me so, so much joy and bliss. And then I was like, Okay, I'm broke as fuck. Okay. uh, All right, now I found this thing that I fucking love. Mm. I'm in America. Yeah. This is going to be hard as shit, but I'm going to figure out how to fucking do this. I'm going to figure out how to, how to make it. I'm going to have a career as a fucking artist. Girl, when I tell you, I I heard no, 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 no. As my father says, I got turned down more than a bed in a cheap motel. No, 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 no. And I'm like, okay, okay, fuck this, fuck this. What am I going to do? Yeah. Paint, 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 paint. Be prolific, be prolific. Reach out, you know, uh, send emails, uh, find a, a tennis mom, find somebody to have a coffee shop, find somebody to have a little art show for me. Let me get myself out there. Um, you know, and so it begins. But wait, you were not classically trained. Like you are self-taught. No, no. Self-taught. Yeah. Self-taught. Self-taught. 100%. Like, were you on YouTube? Were you, were you, I mean, like how, how did this work? Like, did you ask well, friends? No, I think it's the same way when you like decide, you know, shit, I'm going to try to make a loaf of bread. Mm. Let me find this recipe. And, and like the last time I tried to make, make a loaf of bread, <laughs> I boiled the yeast. I, and I literally made a nine pound uh, block of like dough. <laughs> it was oh, like a brick. I literally, <laughs> it was, it was horrible, but, but yet I could have made the most delicious bread or I, I could have made something that made me go, Ooh, shit. I'm really great at this. I want to make more bread. I want to make focaccia. Anyway, you know, I, I found art and I found this thing of it. You know, it, it's very meditative when you, find something you love. I mean, you do these great podcasts. I mean, I'm sure that you really enjoy this. It's, it's fun for you. It's interesting. Like, you know, it's, it's, I think in life we have to find that thing that brings us joy. And this thing brought me joy. And I thought, okay, well, okay. All right. But also I've, I've, I've got to like pay my bills. I've got shit that I want to do. I want to see the world. How can I take this thing that brings me joy and start a fucking business? And when I tell you, I mean, like I, I still, I would get so excited at like selling something for $70. I would be like, holy shit. I just fucking made $70. I literally get that excited now when I sell something to somebody that, you know, I have to call her excellency or something like I have celebrated every little achievement, like in the beginning, all the way from somebody answering an email. Like if I sent 15 emails and I got one response, I would be like, yes, yes, yes. And I think we really do have this decision of, can I tell you what happened today? That is a shit storm. Or can I tell you what happened today? That was really fucking great. And you know, along this journey, I, I've just always tried to focus on the positive um, as much as possible. And, um, yeah, and, you know, that little path led me to 
Judith Lieber and Bergdorf Goodman and Gucci and oh, you're, Maybelline. You're taking me Florida to church, Pope. Ashley. I know you don't mean to, but you're taking me to church. No, today. I do mean to, damn it. I do, <laughs> I do mean to. I do mean to. You are giving Yesterday. me life. <laughs> Podcasts are awesome. And I know you love them too, or you wouldn't be here right now. But have you ever thought about starting your own? Don't worry, you don't have to be a techie, but you do need a bit of guidance so you don't make costly mistakes. My name is Sunny, and I've been podcasting for a long time. I've launched more than 15 profitable podcasts, and I'm the founder of the Independent Podcast Network. My online course, How to Launch Your Profitable Podcast in 30 Days, gives you the keys to the five P's of podcasting, which is everything you need to launch and grow a successful podcast. You get unlimited access to more than 35 videos and dozens of handouts. And when you purchase my course, you're also supporting this awesome podcast because they're getting 50% of the money when you use their special link. How cool is that? Let me help you get started with your podcast. Go to podcastsareawesome.com slash fashion. That's podcastsareawesome.com slash fashion. Yesterday I had a phone call. Um, I always have these young artists that email me. and um, This guy, was in, he's in the 10th grade, mm-hmm. and he wants to have a career in the arts. And I'm thinking... God, you're so like organized and put together. When I was in the tenth grade, I was just trying to figure out what kind of jean skirt I wanted to wear to school. Um, and and you know, I just I I had this conversation with him about the worst thing you could ever do is to give up on yourself in anything. You know, whether you know you you're into fashion and you want to dress a certain way or present yourself in a certain way or you're starting a company or you want to be a mom or a wife or you know a business person whatever you want to be um you really have to be your own best cheerleader because man it's hard out there yeah and uh you know having that really positive inner monologue is really sometimes the umbrella you need to get through the fucking rainstorm um, because they never tell you how hard the shit is. Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> they, they, I, they don't, they don't, I yelled they, at they my don't mom. prepare you. I yelled at my mom. I was like, mom, really? You didn't tell me how hard it was to be a working mom. And now I'm a single, this is hard. Like this is so hard. Nobody tells Yeah, but you, you can do it. You you can do it. You can do it. I'm, I know you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking hard. I love it. You're so, you're so inspirational. And by the way, I need to get, um, one of the necklaces that you have, uh, get a replica made where it says, what is it? I, I would fuck me. Yeah. That's right, girl. Ah! (laughs) I love it. I love it. I was like, I need to go get one of those like immediately. Yes, you do. (laughs) Yes, you do. You are gorgeous. You are hot. Today is the youngest you'll ever be. You're fucking brilliant. You're beautiful. You know, you're you're somebody's reason to masturbate. I just know it. I, you know, like, I cannot you know, with you. <laughs> I'm just trying to be like you, Ashley. Now, I, you know, speaking of no. necklaces, speaking of necklaces, it makes me think of your photo as a young person with LL Cool J. Oh God! How in the world did you meet him? And also, like, you know, what is it about hip hop that you love? 
Okay, so my dad uh, started a company. Um, I, I have entrepreneurial genes. Um, and he started this advertising company, and um, he actually did the advertising for the program for the American Music Awards that year. And so we he got invited to American Music Awards and also to the after party. And he was like, I'm bringing my daughter with me. Aww. And, um, you know, I, I, I was in the seventh grade and, oh, my God, I had like a bow in my hair. I no love boobs. It. I love no it. No, girl, no <laughs> boobs. And they're just let me tell you, like. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman were there. I don't even know if you know who the fuck they are, but they were like, you know, these, these like uh, teen stars at the time. And I just remember Corey Haim was with this girl that had like boobs and this like black lace dress on. And I had on this little taffeta thing that like came down to my knees and these little flats and fucking pearls on, but that's okay. Cause I owned it. Cause I was like, you yes. know what? I'm going to stand here. And then like David Lee Roth walked in, uh, Dick Clark was there, wow. Jody Watley. I mean, it, it was like uh, 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 Sheila E. Oh my God! Wow. And then in walks motherfucking LL Cool J. Oh my God! And I was like, holy shit! I was like, LL, LL, I'm such a big fan. And it was right when like going back to Cali had come out, and I wasn't wow. allowed to listen. Um, but I fucking loved it. And he was so nice. He like posed with me and I was like, Oh shit. God, out of the whole night, like he was my favorite person. God, girl, he smelled so good. Oh, oh my shit. goodness. Oh. oh, um, and, and, you know, I have just always loved hip hop. I, I have always loved the freedom of expression, the poetry. Uh, I love the rebelliousness of the, you know, uh, of rock and how it broke free. I, I, I have just always loved it. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, if I tell you, uh, I like to eat spaghetti more than lasagna. Why? I don't know why I just do. <laughs> it just thrills me. It thrills my soul. It makes me happy. It brings me joy. I love and, it. Um, yeah, God, LL. My God, and fun. then my neck, my back. I know that's your jam. Like, honestly, it would be a dream for me to get down on, on the dance floor with you to that song because I know, I know you got to meet me for that. Okay. I love yeah, that song. We, 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 we will do that. We yes. will absolutely. Have you ever seen that video of um, Giannis uh, dancing to that? I have not. I'm gonna look it up oh like God. immediately after the oh, interview. Yeah. He's oh just like God. super famous dance instructor. He dances in heels, and he actually did a shoe presentation for Brian Atwood, where wow. he danced around in his whole new collection. He was on America's Got Talent. I'm gonna tell you, I've got a lot of respect for a man that wants to walk around in heels, um, Ooh, and especially, yeah. especially when a man can do it better than a woman. You know, respect because much better than me. Um, I have flat feet. There's no way. <laughs> um, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm I'm literally painting right now while we talk, and I have fucking Crocs on. Oh my god! You know, there was a moment where I was like, oh. <laughs> Like, should I, should I get the croc? Should I not? Should I, should I, I was on the edge. How, like, how are you feeling about them so far? Is this your first pair? Well, I'm out at my farm and like, for example, it's been raining for five days. And mm. so I need shoes. I can slip on and off. 
Yeah. And they're actually not like branding Crocs. They're like these things I got on Instagram that look like golf balls and they're super like foamy <laughs> because I can't, I can't paint barefooted all day because no. it fucking kills my hips and I'm on a hard floor. And you know, a lot of times I wear tennis shoes, but I also like l- fucking love my tennis shoes and I don't want to get paint all over them. So yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm living the crop life. I love your um, style. I love it. I'm like obsessed. I'm like, when I see the way you dress, I'm like, that's me. Like, I love it. Love well, it. wait till you see some of my looks I am pulling out uh, when Ooh. I reemerge. I, Michael yeah. Halpin in London has made me a couple of custom pieces what? that you're going to die for. Christian Siriano just made me these oh. unbelievable art like statement pieces. I have Stop. five of them that you're gonna die. I have a new Tomo leotard Stop that you're it. gonna judge. Stop. Yeah, because it. you know what? I you know, I'm just turning into a cartoon. I, I just <laughs> I just I love fashion so much because yes. We can really express on the outside how we feel on the fucking inside. And yeah. I'm excited and I'm playful and I'm going to have fun. I want to, I want to be around joyous people. I want to celebrate life, you know, and I just find so many of these incredible, outrageous uh, pieces. I, I really feel more like myself in them. I love it. I love it. Now, you know, I have to pull it back. You know, you tell this amazing story about how you're crying your eyes out at the Bowery because you had spent mm-hmm. all this money on an art show mm-hmm. and no one bought anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing, nothing. I had no money. You know, what would, what would your advice be to aspiring artists who are, you know, having difficulties breaking into the galleries and sort of, you know, gaining mm-hmm. the notoriety they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the art world is very, can be very elitist. Um, the the well, galleries, curators, like there's still an opportunity yeah. for more representation as a whole, I believe. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this is also why it's so great. We could dwell on that. Or we can say, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm going to start my own business. Uh, I'm going to use my social media. I'm going to put myself out there. She who toots her own horn controls the volume. I'm not going to wait for, I'm not going to wait for anybody to tell me, Hey, you know, okay, now you're fucking good enough. Cause all I did, all I did was get turned away. All I did was get told that I wasn't marketable. All I did was get told, um, no, 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 no. You're not good enough. You're, you're, you, you don't have training. I'm, you know, so I was like, fuck this. I, my advice is this. You work as hard as you can every day. You put yourself out there as much as you can start your own business. You don't need to wait for a gallerist or somebody else to tell you that you have talent. You are enough on your own. And thankfully we have these platforms now that you could go out there and promote yourself. Now that is not enough because you've got to, you know, figure out how to have some shows, talk to your, to your friends, moms, can they host a little something for you? You know, there's lots of creativity when it comes to starting to market yourself and put yourself out there. But If you are crying, if you are upset, if you feel like you are failing, just know 
I have felt that way so many times. Sometimes I still feel that way. Yeah. That that that's just a part. That's just a part of it. It's just a part of it, and it's okay. And your feelings are validated. But again, the most important thing is that you never give up on yourself. The worst day only has 24 hours in it. You fucking get yourself wow. up that next morning. You give yourself a fucking pep talk and you come go on, Ashley. After come what on, you now. want. You, you go after now. what you want. You do. Wow. You know, after that Valerie thing, I could have said, fuck this shit. Yeah. This is too hard. But you know what? You, the worst thing you could ever do in your life is give up on yourself. Wow. You know, and wow. yes, do, do we need more diversity? Do we need more, uh, all of those huge, important things that are representative of everyone's life experience and their individuality in the art world? Fuck yes, we do. Is there a huge elitist, you know, uh, bullshit in the art world? Of course there is. Don't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Start your own empire. Start your yes. own thing. Start at one fucking brick at a time. You know, they didn't build those fucking pyramids in Egypt in one day. We still don't even fucking know how they did it, but they did it one block at a time. Hmm. So take each day and know that you have a fucking career, which is a lifetime. It's not a moment. It's not a week. It's not a fucking month. This is, this is a lifetime, which may seem like forever, but it also goes by in a blink. So, wow. you know, pet talk, Pep talk yourself. I love you it. You got this. Or you guys could just replay this episode over and over. Totally <laughs> up to you. God. Speaking of crying, you know, I, I, I have to be a little shallow for a second. Um, you know, my 30th birthday is in Paris with my friend. It was her 50th Oh, birthday. wow. That sounds nice. And it was, you know, whole, like she treated me and she's like, come on, girl, we're going. And I was like, all right. And wow. so I, you know, I, you, you have all of these, you know, a lot of people make 30 like this big, like, oh, I'm going to be doing this, this, that, and the third. And I wasn't. And I had this moment of, you know, she was like, let's see all the fashion. I was like, okay. So I uh, found the, the, you know, the, the foundation, you know, de Louis Vuitton. And I was like, let's go. And so we went. And, you know, great museum, lots of Basquiat, super cool. And they have this cafeteria there. And I remember as I was speaking to her, I just like let everything, I'm a big crier. So I just let everything out over lunch. I was like crying and I was like, oh, midlife crisis. But then I looked around and I was like, you know what? This is a really chic place to cry. So I wanted to ask you, what is the chicest place you have ever cried where you're just like having a moment and you're like, you know what? This is. This is pretty cool. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Well, first of all, let me tell you about when I was 30. Um, I lived in a shithole apartment that was $400 a month. Wow. And I was trying to figure out how to sell enough art to pay for that and to be able to like, you know, have food and cocktails and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the meantime, I'm seeing all these other girls that are my own age that are like in these big houses and driving Mercedes and buying shoes at fucking Neiman Marcus. And I'm like, Oh God. (laughs) Well, and let me tell you, I didn't even buy my first house until I was 40 years old. Like I, I had, I had nothing when I was 30 except for a dream and unbelievable ambition and work ethic. Um, so, you know, it ain't never too late. 
That's uh, right. But that is a very that is a very chic place to have a meltdown, I though. Like, oh, um, this is chic, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I still don't have a house, but like, you know, I, you know, I, I'm just like, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And it, know, it, it is. And trust me, having a house doesn't fucking define you. Just yeah. your, your health and your, you know, uh, you finding joy in your life is the most important thing. Um, okay. I am also a big crier girl. <laughs> I can, I am a crier. I can't even give speeches at weddings anymore. Cause I, 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 I and I'm not talking about like, <laughs> like cute, like sobby tears. I mean, like, <laughs> like that kind of like, I can't even speak kind of crying. Yeah. Um, uh, oh God, I've cried in India. Oh my God. <laughs> at an Oberoi in Jaipur. I've, I've cried at the George Sank in Paris. Ooh, I've cried. Um, I've cried in Bora Bora. Uh, a lot of times from beauty, um, but full, oh, oh. So I, I had this really, really dear friend. Um, oh my God. He was my brother, like my twin, my twin brother, not like, not, not really, but like, just like my dear friend from childhood. And I know that we've been friends in other lives. Like we were just soul connected and he passed away and his little symbol to me is a ladybug. And I was at Versailles with Michael, my sweet pea, who I've been with for 14 years. And Uh, Patrick was very theatrical. He sang opera. All the shit in his house was like gilded. He he was totally like from another time. Okay. Wow. Um, and we went into the garden home at Versailles. Oh, and, I love it. Whew. And I walk in there and I look, I turned around and I, I turned around to Michael and I said, doesn't this just make you think of Pat Pat? And then we walked in the next room, and girl, there were ladybugs everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. And I, I was in a group of people, and when I tell you, it was, I, I started sobbing so uncontrollably because I knew that, like, he was with me, which is very beautiful, but also, like, I miss him, and I would hug him. Yeah. Um Oh God, I'm about to cry right now. Anyway, I, yeah, I I'm a cry- I'm a crier too. As you're telling <laughs> I'm, I'm a crier me, I too. Feel, I feel just the love that you have for him, and just the way you describe. Like I just feel that so much. Yeah, I'm I'm wow. I'm a crier too. But I think that's a good thing. It's a good thing to be able to like release and you know. It's yeah. it's a good thing to feel. A lot of people don't fucking feel, and they don't want to feel, and they. Um, you know, I, I, I want to feel it. I I want to feel it. You know, it, it, um, it also reminds you that like carpe fucking DM, man, carpe fucking DM. How about that? Seriously? Well, you know, I, you met, you know, we talked about sort of, you know, hitting these milestones or what people perceive to be milestones in their life and things should just flow naturally. But I'm curious, over the course of your career, was there a moment as an artist where you felt like, oh my God, I've made it? Uh, I I don't think that you ever feel that. Mm -hmm. I think what you feel is uh, joy. I think you feel, um, I mean, I think, I think you've made it when you feel, uh, 
peace and, 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 and joy. It isn't about like money or media or fame or any bullshit like that. Yeah. And we all have goals. Um, and, and, and I think too, when you, when you start to accomplish lots of things on your list, you realize, oh my God, this is amazing. This is incredible to be a working on uh, artist. Like I'm, I'm really grateful for that. I think, I think I feel I, I think the moments when I feel very calm and very present mm-hmm. and very much like uh, my mind feels still like after when you sh- like, I feel like a lot of times, you know, our brains are like a snow globe when you shake them up and we've got all these thoughts and we want to do all these things and there's all this shit going on, da, 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 but like, I guess I feel most like I've made it when, when everything is just still, mm-hmm. when it's just still um because shit is chaotic man you know yeah. we've got a lot of information coming at us and life is hard and taxes and bills and you know uh, you know there's there, there's a lot happening so um but i i don't think i don't think there's like a oh my god i've made it moment because yeah. especially if, if that moment is about something um related to uh, fame or money specifically because those two things, there is no cap on those two things. You can never have enough of those two things. Um, So it's a weird thing to chase. Um, I think it's nice. Some of the very creative, uh, successful people I've been able to build friendships with that are just fascinating and wonderful. Um, I'm really grateful for that. that. That makes me really happy. I feel, I feel, um, I feel really happy that I'm at a point in my career where I can have mentors around me like that. Um, Yes. Yes. You know, I, I have to, I have to ask in your book, you mention a powerful word, ambitious. How would you define it? And what does the term mean to you? I mean, look, you know, you, you go out there and you give it everything you've got. And that doesn't mean stepping over people or being a fucking cunt. Yes, I just said the C word. <laughs> it just means that you are just like that ultimate, you know, go-getter version of yourself. You, you know, you, you know, w- women are so, so much more likely to say, like, I'm sorry. You yeah. know, like, oh, uh, oh do, do you mind sending me this? I'm sorry to ask. Are you really sorry? Or are you doing your job? Hmm. Are you, you know, trying to move ahead? Are you, do you have goals? Are you trying to reach them? Do you have a job to do? Do you have things to check off on your list? Like, you ambitious girl, start that day. Go after it. Get it, you know? Um, that's That's what it means. I love it. I love it. You know, I could literally go on for hours about quotes in your book. And I just, and your books, your, I mean, I want more, I want more. And I'm so glad that you're writing because so much of what you write, is just so raw, authentic and powerful. And I, I, I just appreciate you putting yourself out there that way and expressing yourself in that way. Um, beyond oh, just you. being a painter, you know, and painting and sculpturing and doing all of these really cool things. Um, well, guess what? You want, <laughs> you want, you want to know something top secret? Oh, yes, I do. Spill it. 
Wow. Well, one of the things I've been writing is a cartoon that has <gasps> already been picked up by a big network. And I'm just waiting for it to hit the trade magazines. Hopefully it's going to be oh. out next week. The network is making the big announcement. But, I um, can't I have, wait. I have a cartoon and it's a, it's a cartoon with a female lead, oh. which is, um, well, there's not really one. There, there isn't one. Um, and it's an adult cartoon. So I love it. Uh, yeah. And then um, I've got an incredible book, a new Rizzoli coffee table book, uh, all about powerful women coming out this fall. I know you mentioned that before. So, yes. Yeah. Roar, there's, there's lots of- Go get it. Pre-order it right now. We'll have a link in the show notes. Go buy it. I, I can't wait for it to come in. I told all my friends, like, we're ready. So thank you so much. Yes, and yes, thank yes. you for this opportunity. And thank you for all of your good energy. And, um, you know, I'm proud of you, not to sound condescending, but I am proud of you because oh, you're doing your thing. You. And, and um, I'm just so happy that you reached out to me. Ashley, you know, I can't let you go. Number one, I'm I'm super excited about the cartoon because I haven't been this excited since Gem and the Hologram. So thank you. <laughs> and number two, one thing we ask all of our guests is what is their favorite fashion moment or one of their favorite fashion moments of all time? Oh my God. I think it would have to be, um, uh, fall fashion week, Christian Siriano and all of these models are lined up behind me. And I had all of my paintings in the middle of the runway and Christian wanted me to paint live during the show. And I didn't know I was going to be the first person to walk out. And it was at um, Gramercy Hall. Is that yes. right? That beautiful rotunda. Oh, my God. And the oh. sound system. I guess they had, they had put in this unbelievable sound system because Beyonce did a performance in there. So Love. it was like the sound system in there is unbelievable. And, oh, my God, I my heart has never beat that fast. I walked out. They were like, go to show. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> I am walking out in front of all these boxes. <laughs> and I picked up my paintbrush and my mm. hand was shaking. Like I could feel every blood vessel in my whole body. Oh my it was, and then at the end, Christian came and grabbed me and like reined me up into the front. And I'm like, are you shooting me right now? Is this really <laughs> like, like, again, I'm a self-taught artist from fucking Montgomery, Alabama that had a million people tell me you have no talent. You're not marketable. You'll never make it. And just, you know, don't, don't ever listen to anybody that tells you something fucking negative. Huh. Try to, try to be, try to be the best person you can be help people in your community when you can fucking go for your fucking dream. Don't wait for anybody's permission and, and just, you know, take life by the damn labia menorah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm ready. We're ready. Ashley, thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank for you. With us. And thank you for coming. Uh, thank you so much for the You're opportunity. You're always welcome. Anytime, anytime. And we'll see you. In All right, my queen. All right. Fabulous. Thanks so much for joining me for this week of a fashion moment. If you like what you hear, we'd love for you to join our community of listeners and spread the word about the show. 
We also want to hear from you. Share your favorite fashion moments and dream guests with us by sending an audio clip or email to a fashion moment podcast at gmail.com. Or you can tag us on Instagram at a fashion moment and you could be featured on next week's episode. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review and let us know what you think. Until then, see you next time for another fashion moment. Podcast production by Rebecca Rashid and John Taylor Williams. Digital media production by Megan Porras. This recording carries a Creative Commons 4.0 international license. Thanks to Patrick Patrickios for their song, Hot Coffee.